excited about dads this morning, let's give God a praise this morning. Um, what, what we do know is that he is ultimately the greatest father of all time. Amen? He is the best father. So again, we just, again, are here this morning to honor him. Amen? You know, I'm super excited to be able to come and, and preach the word to you this morning. Uh, God is really, really been doing some great things within the church. Yes. You know, I've just been excited about just the growth I have seen in so many people um, over the last couple of weeks. And just being able to see how God has used his spirit to help us. Amen. To help us to be able to see him clearly. Mm -hmm. um, so again, it's been super, super exciting. Yeah. You know, we're going to pray in just a moment, but I really want you guys just to think about what we are here doing this morning. Uh -huh. You know, sometimes we can, you know, come to church yeah. out of routine. Yeah, come on. You know, we can come to church and just really just say, okay, this is a part of what I do on Sundays. That's right. But again, what, what perfect day is it that we can honor our God? Amen. You know, he could have chosen to be known for many, many things. Right? Yes. You know, he could have decided to be, hey, I am God the ruler. Okay. Yeah. That's right. yep. He could have decided, hey, I am God, your master. Yeah. Yes. But he decided to connect himself with the characteristics of what? A father. He don't want to be known as your ruler. Right. He don't want to be known. Again, he is our master, but he wants us to connect with him as what? Our father. And for that, we give him all the honor. We give him all the praise because he truly deserves it. Amen? With that being said, guys, let's go to God in prayer. God, I thank you again so much for your love for us. We are just truly, truly blown away by the way that you love us. The way that you take care of us. I pray, Father, that this morning we truly understand why we are here. Father, we are not here because of the fact that we are good. We are here because you are good. Father, you are a good, good father. Father, we can sing that all day long. We can see that for the rest of our lives, Father. And again, it will never, ever yes, not be true. Yes, Father, I pray that as we worship you this morning, Father, mm -hmm. that we pour out everything to you. Mm -hmm. Because you have already poured out everything That's right. for us. Help us, Father, to worship you, uh -huh. worship you, worship you you. I pray, Father, that again, we don't hold back from you, Father, because again, you don't hold anything back from us. But you love us. You, you Again, you decided that, hey, you're going to be the father to even the fatherless father. I pray, Father, that again, we are just so grateful for your love, for the hope that you give us. It's in Christ's name we pray. 
Amen. You know, I am super excited again that we have a chance to come and worship God this morning. Amen. You know, our, our brothers, Sean and Tosin, man, can y'all please get them a hand? You know, they have been doing an amazing, amazing job um, again on our, our series. Again, our series that we just came out of was Follow Me. Yes, sir. And again, they did a great, um, again, sermons. They did great lessons on just teaching us how, again, as we follow Christ, we must. Be in tune and follow what? The Holy Spirit. Again, the Holy Spirit is one of those things where, you know, we can spend all year talking about and still be like, because again, it's so amazing. It's so big. But it's something that, again, is not talked about nearly enough. It is not talked about nearly enough. You know, in Acts 6, it says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for what the guilt my father has promised. Oh, you know, again, this is an amazing gift. I used to always tell people, like, for me, I am a good, good gift giver. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that. <laughs> I can choose a choice. You know, again, I used to have to really, really kind of convince my son Landon. When he, was, when he was smaller, yeah. on, again, hey, man, listen, every time you choose a gift mm -hmm. or a toy, it's not good. <laughs> like, again, and again, Landon used to be like, man, he didn't trust me. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, Landon, man, I'm telling you, you're not going to enjoy that toy. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll still go and he'll be like, no, I want this toy. Mm -hmm. And again, I say, okay, you got it. And he'll get home, and two minutes later, he's like, oh, man, this toy is terrible. Yeah. And again, he's on the ground, and he's playing with the box. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, the day that Landon decided to trust me. And again, we were in a toy store, and he said, hey, Dad, can you choose the toy for me? And I said, you want, you want me to choose the toy? Yes. And I chose the toy, and he was like, man, this toy is awesome. He was like, this toy is amazing. So, again, every time, like, we go to the store now, he always is coming back and saying, hey, Dad, can you help me with finding the perfect gift? Again, or, again, the toy. He doesn't trust himself. He doesn't trust himself. He says, you know what, but I trust you. And he trusts me because I spent a lot of time in toy stores. You know, when I grew up, man, my, my dad used to work in a mall. And one of the things that my mom used to do very frequently is drop us off with my dad at the store. And we would be at the store for hours. And again, the KB Toy Store was right across the hall. Again, KB Toy Store is right across the hall. So again, I used to spend hours on hours in this toy store. So again, I became a good toy predictor. I can tell you whether or not that toy was going to be awesome. Because again, I tested them all because I didn't have any money, so I couldn't buy any. But I played with them. I had to play with them. Again, you know how you, got, you can get really, really good when you learn how to play a um, with a toy through a box. You get really, really good. And again, nothing was ever better 
Then again, running into a toy, somebody took you out. Ugly. Oh, yeah, I'm playing with this. And you went into it. They're like, man, if you don't sit down, where's your parents at? Right? So again, I'm just roaming around this store. But again, we have to trust that God knows best. Amen. You know, he knows exactly what we need. He says in that sense again, he says, do not leave. You're going to get a gift. And it's going to come from me. And then in Acts 2, it says that all of them were what? Filled. All the who? All the apostles. Got this gift. And they were filled. They said they, they received power. And again, they received boldness. And they were able to be able to preach the word with great boldness. And then in Acts 2, 38, 39, this is where you and I come in. Amen. It says, because of the message about what? The cross. Again, Peter did what? He poured out everything that he was taught. Amen. And everything that he what? He witnessed and says, listen, at the end of the day, guys, I don't care what you think you know, Christ died for you. And it was your sin. It was your sin that sent him to the cross. You know, a lot of times we can become numb to the cross. Sometimes we can, again, see the cross and become numb to it. But I want you to know this morning, it was your sin. It was the reason why he had to die. Again, if, if it was no one else created, he would have had to die. That's right. Because of your sin. That's right. How do we respond this morning to the cross? That's right. How do we respond? It says they responded in a certain way. Yeah. It says that they were cut to the heart. Come on. And they asked a very important question that we have to ask every single day. What shall Amen. we do? Amen. Come on, Brian. And he says, repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. But guess what? When you do that, you're going to get what? The guilt of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We serve an amazing God. He is truly, truly worthy to be praised. Amen. You know, again, some of you guys today, you know, have, you know, I don't know what your experience might have been with your dad. You know, some of us have had great experiences. This is is a joyous day. Again, it feels, feels, you know, great. You know, again, my dad passed away um, about five years ago. And, you know, Kim, dad passed away right after that. So, again, our experience with, you know, Father's Day is it, it, it's different, right? right? But one of the things that, you know, always brings me joy is to remember just the great legacy yeah. my dad left behind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's studies after studies that show that you can predict how a child's happiness is, whether a father is present or not. Wow. It's wow. so many studies wow. on the fact that, again, just the presence of a father in the home can change the crime rate significantly. Yes. Wow. Yes, wow. Again, we don't need more jails. We need more dads in the home. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need 
Again, more prisons built. No, we need more fathers in the home. And again, it says it's a direct reflection of whether or not a father is present. Wow. Well, I'm telling you this. We have a father who is always present. We have a father who always is desiring a relationship with us. And again, as we understand and as we know who our father in heaven is, we understand how he is the true gift giver. That he knows you best. Amen. He knows exactly what you need <laughs> and how you need it so you can be the best that you can be. Yeah. That's right. And we have to learn how to do what? Trust him. Trust him. Amen. He's an amazing, amazing father. Yeah. Right. Come on. You know, we're going into a new series, and I'm super excited about this new series. Again, we have again wrapped up, but we're going to continue to talk about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Because again, it, the Bible says we do not do anything without what? The Spirit. He says, wait until you do what? Receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to know that if you have been baptized and you, give, and you have surrendered your life to Christ, mm -hmm. that you have that gift. Mm -hmm. Amen. That you have received the gift already. Amen. You have already received it. Amen. Amen. So, like Sean left off last week, what do we do with this amazing gift? Amen. And like Frank always says, I'm glad. I'm glad you asked. Therefore, everyone say, go. Go. Follow the voice of God. We're going to be following his voice. Amen. Because, again, we can listen to a lot of voices and a lot of things that are, again, on Facebook, Instagram, a lot of voices out there. Everyone has a voice today. But we don't want to just listen to any, anybody's voice. We want to listen to what? God's voice. Amen. So, again, therefore, go. I always get this clip messed up. It says, unless the Lord builds what? The house. The house. The builders labor in vain. Mm. You know, again, a lot of us spend a lot of our times building things. Mm. Wow. Come building on. our own life. Mm. Wow. Building our own life. But it says, unless the Lord builds it. Mm. Wow. That a lot of our work is away in vain. Wow. You know, I hate to one day see Christ and you like, hey, who told you to build that? <laughs> you know, I, I, I've been doing all this for you. Look at all the stuff I, I did. <laughs> right? Look at all the stuff that I did. In John 7, 21, it says that many will say to me on that day, did I not do did I not prophesy? Did I not do all these things? Drive out demons? And say, I don't know you. Again, we don't want to get to a situation where we are listening to what we want and not to God. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. It says, many are the plans 
in a person's heart. But it is the Lord purpose that prevails. Mm -hmm. That's right. We have a lot of plans, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You know, it's a famous saying that, hey, you know what? Write your plans down. Yeah. But write it down. And pencil. <laughs> Be flexible. Because again, we have a lot of plans. But it's whose plan that prevails? The Lord's plans that prevail. Amen? So we have an upcoming lesson in this series. Again, so as you are, again, inviting people out. Right. As you are talking to your neighbors. Right. Again, we have house hunters. Because, again, it, it's so many houses that he's looking for that he wants to be inside of. Amen. That's right. Amen. We have hoarders. Yeah. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Are you holding back? Yeah. Oh, God. Home alone. <laughs> you know, his, his plan, his amazing plan was never meant for us to do it by oh, ourselves. No, sir. Are you home Hello. alone? Wow. Come on. And flip or flop. You know, our God is the great multiplier. Uh -huh. Again, he sees value when others do not see value. Again, he's able to see something in you and me that others cannot see. He sees value. But again, our job is to flip or what? Or flop. Amen. Amen. So again, I'm excited. Let's make sure we have, we have cards. We're going to be inviting people out. Amen. Amen. All right. But today... We're going to talk about Design Star. Amen. Come on. He is the great designer. Amen. I want to let some of you guys know and remind others that, again, God intentionally placed everything that you have and everything you do not have in you mm -hmm. on purpose. Right. That he designed you with a great plan. It's good. In mind. Come on. It says in Jeremiah 1 5, it says, Before who? Before I formed you. I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. He says, I knew all about you. I knew you'll be cranky on Mondays. I know that again, you need your coffee or it wouldn't be good. I know all about you. He knows all about us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is nothing that is unseen to him. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that we can hide from him. He knows all about us. Mm -hmm. And because he knows all about us, it will be to our best interest to consult with him on what the plans are. That's right. Amen. It will be to our best interest. Mm -hmm. I lost this. All right, here we go. Go ahead and turn your Bibles to Acts 1, 6 to 11. And again, we've been doing a lot of our study studies in Acts. Yes, sir. Again, the Acts of the Apostles. Acts 1. Acts 1, starting in verse 6. It reads, it says, they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time 
going to restore the kingdom of Israel. He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my what? Witnesses, Witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and all the ends, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes in a cloud hid from them in their sight. You know, you guys, you got to understand what amazing sight this had to be. Right. You know, but the thing is that even right before he was going to heaven, the disciples were still asking the wrong question. That's true. Wow. That's Come true. on, Brian. Again, he had given them purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. He had given them what? Clear direction. I want you guys to know that God has given us clear instructions. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Yes, sir. He has Amen. given us clear instructions to do. Yeah. And so many times we're still asking the wrong questions. Mm -hmm. You know, they're asking, hey, listen, is it our time for us to show who the Romans who we are? Right. Mm -hmm. Again, that it's time for us to restore the kingdom. He's like, listen. You're focused yeah. on the wrong thing. Right. You know, so many of us are trying to focus on making our lives better. Yeah. Right. We're trying to focus on our finances. We're trying to focus on maybe even if you're a social bug, you might be focus focusing on political issues. Right. Right. You might know all about what's going on in today's society mm -hmm. with, the, with Trump debates. The world debates. He says, listen, you're asking the wrong question. That's right. That's you know, right. again, for us as disciples, right. it is very clear on our purpose. Amen. You know, again, a lot of times we can just get so barred down with what it, what's going on in this world that we forget what? Our purpose. Right. Yeah. In verse 10, it says, they were looking intently up into the sky as he was going. When suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand looking into the sky? Mm -hmm. This same Jesus, who has been taken up from heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Amen. What does this do with anything dealing with us today? Well, it's very simple. A lot of us are looking for purpose. Yes, that's right. Come on. Amen. A lot of us have what I call gazing faith. But mm -hmm. we're just waiting on God. Come on, Brian. I'm just waiting to do what he's asked me to do when he makes it what? Clear. Clear. I'm waiting to do what he asked me to do. When again, I just know I'm just waiting for him to give me uh, again skills. I need more skills. I need my finances to be intact. I need you name it. Mm -hmm. Come on, B. A lot of us are just mm -hmm. waiting, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And we make that thing sound so spiritual. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, yeah. this sounds real. I mean, it's a little spiritual. Yeah. That they're looking at God and like, <laughs> and two angels come down and say, what are you doing? <laughs> then he say, do what? Go. Go and wait for the Holy Spirit. Again, like we stated before, you have the Holy Spirit. So can I ask you, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting on? Are you waiting on God? Clear instructions save lives. The clearer the instructions, the more lives that will be saved. It is so many people that are searching for purpose. From the very beginning, that's right. That's when right. he first met his first disciples, yeah. wow. he gave them the game plan. Yeah. He did. Come on. Yes, he, did. he was very clear yes, on their purpose. Amen. Amen. He not... says, come follow me and I'll make you fishers okay. of people. Yeah. That's right. And again, you guys, I'm using this as an example because again, you are fishermen. Right. Mm. Now I want you to fish for men. Again, they understood the assignment. And he was very clear. But yet, here, and as well, we see them gazing. They're waiting. What are you waiting on this morning? Are the instructions not clear on what he has called us to do? If you are, again, his disciples, Amen. this is what he has called you to do. Amen. We should never, ever be confused on why we are here. That's right. Come on, Brian. That's right. You know, again, I, it, it's amazing when you talk to, again, people who claim to be disciples, claim to be followers of Christ. Yeah. And they say, I'm just, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Mm, right. Wow. Come on, Brian. Mm. Come on. Clear instructions. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You've already got a purpose. Yeah. Right. Wow. He has already told you exactly what you should be doing yeah. exactly right. with your life. Yeah. Right. Wow. And everything outside of that is secondary. Yeah. Right. So your career is what? Secondary. Right. Mm. That is what you're going to do to help bring his kingdom known. Right. Yeah. Right. But again, your job yeah. is to go yeah. and be official. Of men. Right. He is very clear. Right. It says the two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day you find out why. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. I'll tell you this. As disciples, the greatest gift that God has ever revealed to us is our purpose. Amen. Amen. We should never again ever think about why we are here. Again, the reason why he gave us the Holy Spirit 
is to do what he has called That's us right, yeah. That's to right, do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is no purpose for us to hail the Holy Spirit unless you're doing what he has called you to do. That was the whole purpose. He said, I am going to send you help. Help to do what? Help to do what I've asked you to do. I will send you help. The greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without Purpose. Mm. Mm. Nothing is more significant in your life than understanding your purpose. When you feel like you don't know what to do, go make disciples. When you don't know what direction to go, Go make disciples. Amen. 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 When you're feeling lonely, yeah. Come on. Go Come make on. disciples. Yeah. Whatever you are feeling. Yeah. I tell my people that all the time. We we, we sell while well, I'm at the Regions Bank. That we're, we're a big sales organization. I'm like, you know why we're here, right? We here to sell. Yeah. Like, a lot of them don't want to sell. I'm like, we are here to sell. That's why I hired you. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. I hired you to sell. I said, we, we sell the customers whether they are happy, mad, sad, or glad. <laughs> we don't really care about the emotional state of the customer at that point. We know why we are here. We're here to say Oh, well. Every day I come in, I try to make it clear that they know why we are here. You know, if we are in our Bibles, yes. God will make it very clear yes. on why you're here. Right. And you know, some of us, like I said, we have become so numb. Yeah. Right. Numb to what? To the cross. Yes. But some of us, my Landon is sitting right here looking dead at me. But some of us <laughs> don't necessarily become numb. We just play dumb. We read a clear passage wow. where it says, I want you to be a fisherman. Yeah. I want you to go make disciples. Yeah. And we say, what does that mean? What you really saying? <laughs> I, I'm sure it's saying something a little different. It's saying that, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to go to church. Yeah. And I'm going to give minimal effort. Yeah. Wow. And then I'm going to go home. Yeah. And I'm going to think about Cracker Bear the whole time. Wow. Wow. And some of us wow. think that's what wow. being a disciple is. Wow. Right. Again, the world teaches that, hey, listen, we're just going to gather a lot of people in, our, in, in the room. Right. And we're just going to pray Jesus yep. into your heart. That's it. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Please tell us. I prayed Jesus into my heart 35 million times. Yeah. Every single week. Yes, yes. Right? After a week of sin. Yes. I used to go to church yeah. and pray Jesus into my heart. Yes. Come on, Brian. As soon as I left, I was back in them streets. Yeah. I was out of 
my mind. Come on. Go and turn to Matthew 28, 16 through 20. We're going to start wrapping up here. Amen. This is what we call the great what? Great commission. Some of us have turned this into the great suggestion. <laughs> Some of us has, have turned this into when I feel like it. But this is the call. This is, again, something that we know as a father, as someone who's loving, who has come down and says, listen, because of the great work that was done, on the cross. Yeah. See, this whole moment is brought to us by the cross. Right. Did you know that? Yeah. See, this moment does not happen but because of the cross. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And we're going to read in verse 16, it says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee. I want you guys to know that that's where it all started. It started in Galilee. And it says, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Everybody say go. Go. No. You know, it, it's funny. He, he told them to go to this mountain. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so this was a scheduled meeting. Mm. You know, God is trying to put a meeting on your planet. Mm. And some of us are hitting not available. Some of us are hitting and no. Some of us are hitting, uh, I like tentative. I might be able to come if I can shake loose. Right? He has put this on our calendar. Question is, do you accept this meeting plan? You know, some of you guys did accept the meeting plan. Yeah. And you came today. Some of your faith brought you here this morning and said, you know what, I want to accept the meeting plan. Yeah. But, I, you know, we've been talking about more than enough this whole year. Right. And we've been talking about the fact that we know God is enough. Yes, sir. We know that, again, our faith in God is enough. Yes, sir. We know that, again, the things and the life that he has given us, we have more than enough. Yeah. More than enough to do what, what he has called us to do. God is enough. But Sundays is not. Sundays is not enough. That's right. So this meeting that they're having is the hug. You remember the video I showed you? Yeah. Again, the video I showed you in the very beginning, we had a huddle. <laughs> we had a huddle. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we gave clear what? Instructions. Clear instructions. It was very clear. Let's keep reading. It says, when they saw him, they did what? They worshiped him. They worshiped him. Why do they worship him? Why? Why did he deserve worship at this point? 
because of the cross. Amen. Amen. Again, we can never become numb to the cross. When we think about the cross, it should cause us to worship. Amen. When we think about what he did for me and you, it should cause us to worship. But again, what we see here, it says, but some what? Some doubted. You know, we have lots of emotions in this room today. Some are faithful. Some are discouraged. And some are doubting. Some are doubting. Listen, I know this is his plan, but just not for me. You know, God cannot use me in that way. And I'm here to tell you, do not doubt. That you have more than enough. He wants to use you. He wants to use your gifts. Everything that he has given you, he wants to use for him to be known. He says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. I'm going to ask you a question this morning. Have you given him all the glory? Now his father, because of the great work that was done on the cross, said, all authority. Right. All authority. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On heaven and on earth, yeah. I give to you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We serve a great God. Yes. We serve a true gift giver. Yes. Right. That again, what you have done on the cross... Good and faithful. I'm going to give you all authority. Mm -hmm. If God recognized that Jesus deserves all authority, yeah. what about you? Yeah. Wow. What about me? Wow. Come on. Does he deserve everything that we have? All authority. Some of us want to give some authority over. You can have this, but this other thing in my life is guarded. Yeah. Right, that's right. Mm. It's, it's locked down, it's restricted. Yeah. Come on. For us, and we're going to do, and we're going to live a life filled with purpose, then yeah. we have to be able to surrender it all. And say, because of what was done, where? On the cross. Right. On the cross. Yeah. I give you all authority. Yeah. Right. Amen. You only give authority, or all authority, to someone who is willing to die for you. Right. Yeah. And if that person is not willing to die for you, I'm telling you, your job won't die for you. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, Facebook won't die for you. Your friends, that you think friends, they won't die for you. We give our bosses and our job more authority than we do God. If your boss tells you to do something, guess what? You're going to do it. And you're going to do it quickly. Without delay. We give this world more, more authority. Yes, sir. Come on. Yes. 
He says, listen, I overcome the world. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. On the cross. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amen. Will you give him your authority yeah. today? Yeah. Wow. Guess what this is, guys? This is the huddle. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is that at the end of the day, no fans pay to go see a huddle. Nope. <laughs> at the end of the day, we, we look at the football games. We don't look at the football games for what? The huddle. What we look for is what you're going to do. After the huddle. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's what church is. When we come on Sunday mornings, this is the huddle. But it's not about what we do here. It's what we do there. Yes, sir. It's what we do when we leave the huddle. Come on. What are you going to do when you leave the huddle? You know, I am truly, truly blessed. By my father. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. You know, my father, he, he was not religious at all. Mm -mm. He didn't go to church mm -mm. growing up. I did. I went to church. I, I, again, I, I went every Sunday and I yeah. prayed Jesus yeah. into my heart. Yeah. He didn't go. Yeah. That was an example that I didn't have there. But one day, one day, someone saw him, and he was at his lowest. He was working in a gas station. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this woman named Natalie Eaton gave him a car. Yeah. Shared her faith yeah. with him. Yeah. It's amazing what God deal with that one car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. It's amazing what God will do with one single seed yes. of right. faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what He would do with one single seed of faith. Yeah. And it changed not only His life, yeah. it changed my life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And not only my life. Yeah. But my sister's life. Yes. Yes. And not only my sister's life, but hopefully my kids' life. Yes. That's right. That's right. Amen. You know, this week we were in the park playing basketball. Mm -hmm. Yes, you were. <laughs> Pray so with some young bucks. Yeah. <laughs> some young guys. They were leaping. I was like, man, man, man. I was that old man in the park. <laughs> But again, I was in the park, and, and again, the Spirit said, hey, listen, invite these guys out to church. Yeah. There you go. And I was like, ah, yeah. it ain't the right time. Uh -huh. Come on, uh, And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to listen to the Spirit. Yeah. I went, got the car, said, hey, listen, I want you guys to come out. And I don't know what God is going to do with it. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. You know, again, it's one single seed. Yeah. But one of the things I do know is as we were driving home, my son, mm -hmm. he said, hey, Dad, did you invite my, my friend's dad to church? I saw you oh. invite my friend's dad to church. Wow. 
And guess what? That seed wasn't just for those guys. That seed was for my son. He needed to see an example of obedience. For me, I got a chance to see an example. What made me become a disciple of Christ is because I saw my dad become a disciple of Christ. I saw my dad surrender it all and give God all authority. And my dad, he would share his faith wherever he went. <laughs> wherever he went, he says, listen, you're going to know about this Lord and Savior. When you're so grateful, when you're just so grateful for God saving your soul, you want others to know. That's right. You want others to know. It says in verse 19, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Amen. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. Please do not minimize this scripture. Amen. Please don't just put it in a, in, 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 in a place and say, okay, this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. no. That's right. no, this is the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do we know this is the plan for us yeah. as disciples? Yeah. <clears throat> because we know that the age has not ended yet. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. 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 Amen. That the call is for you and I yes. to make disciples. Yes. Right. Disciples are made. Wow. That's right. Right. Wow. That's right. Wow. That's right. You're not born a disciple. Yeah. Wow. You'll never be good enough. Yeah. Wow. I remember when I first saw this scripture. Yeah. And I thought somebody was punking me. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I was like, where in the world did that come? That that is not the Holy Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Bible are y'all using? Yeah, <laughs> What Bible are you using? I've been reading the Bible my whole life. I've never seen this scripture. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. You know why? Because it takes a disciple wow. to reveal truth. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. 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 Will you allow God to use you in that way? Yeah. Wow. You held way more wow. than you think you do. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm. God desires to use you. Don't allow Satan to talk you out of it. Wow. Don't allow Satan today to steal this message from your heart. Right. Amen. Amen. We have a purpose. Yeah. And it's very clear. Yes. It is very clear. Yes. God will use us. Yes. In a powerful way. Amen. He's the great designer. Mm, yeah. And we don't have to redesign the plan. He is the great designer. Yeah. You know, today is going to be a lot of places teaching how to redesign. Mm. He's going to teach that you don't have to do a lot. Or you don't have to do anything. It's going to teach that, hey, listen, just come to this place and you're fine. Yeah. 
and go live your everyday life. It's going to teach things that are not in the Bible. That's right. And we must be very, very clear. Mm -hmm. We must be very, very clear on this and have a conviction about it. Yes, That's right. yes, That's right. yes. We, we cannot redesign God's work. That's right. We cannot redesign it. His word is his word. That's right. But because his word is his word, what we do know is this, that God will give you more than enough. Amen. It says that when we live by the spirit, again, when we don't live by our own emotions, Right. When we don't live by our own opinions, yeah. there is fruit that is bared. Right. Yeah. It says that living by the fruit of what? The Spirit. The spirit. Mm -hmm. It produces what? Mm -hmm. Everything that we're looking for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us is looking for love. Yeah. It says it gives you love. Yeah. We're looking for joy. Yeah. It produces that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We're looking for kindness. It gives you kindness if you're me. Again, we're looking for so many things. When we live by the Holy Spirit, it will produce that in us. When we listen to God's voice and not our own voice, not our own emotions. I don't feel like doing what you've asked me to do. When we live by his spirit, we will have more than enough. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. 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 God, I thank you so much for loving us the way that you do. Father, I pray that we honor you today as the great Father that you are. Father, I pray that today our worship is an extension of how we feel about you. Father, that we know that you have given us all things. That, Father, that you died when we were powerless. That you chose to die, Father. Because, again, we had no other way to live. So I pray, Father, that we live for you now. That we walk for you. That we are your legs and feet, Father. Father, you have great plans for us, Father. I pray that tomorrow morning we go to our home with you. And we ask you, Father, what's the plan? Yes. What do you want me to do? Yes, Where do you want me to go? Yes. And I pray, Father, that we do it. Mm -hmm. That we don't, again, trust in our own ability to do things, but we trust in you. Yes, Father, we love you. Thank you again so much for the cross. I pray we never become numb to it. Mm -hmm. I pray, Father, that again, when we think about the cross, it compels us to worship. Yes. Amen. Father, help us to love others the way that you love us. Mm -hmm. Father, again, we're so grateful for this time. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.